Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... We are very clear, especially on the clothing industry, we have clearly understood the impact that our consumption behavior, predominantly in the West, creates across the supply chain globally and how people are treated in such an unfair way that is not humanizing. I believe that in order for us to achieve harmony and a inclusive economy, it is fundamental that brands and companies take responsibility for what they create and bring into the supply chain. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 416 of Impact Boom. My name's Indio Miles and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today, we're speaking with Tammy Schweikler. Tammy Schweikler is a social designer and entrepreneur based in Amsterdam. He co-founded Makers Unite in 2016 an award-winning social enterprise providing a platform for the inclusion of refugees in the Netherlands and Turkey. In 2022, as fruit of a collaboration with Patagonia and the Amsterdam Economic Board, Tammy founded United Repair Centre, business-to-business repair business for fashion and apparel brands to put repair on the map, creating social and environmental impact collectively. Tammy is a TEDx speaker and has a background in product design, having studied at the University of Sao Paulo in Brazil, Onsi Les Ateliers in France, and at the Santa Clara University in the USA. Before Makers Unite, Tammy has worked on the development of Kivo Africa, a social venture providing a moto taxi service system and products in Kenya. His focus of work is connecting to individuals, organizations, and stakeholders for a shared contribution to a sustainable, and socially responsible future. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing why apparel and fashion businesses should integrate sustainability into their operations to create a positive environmental impact, and his thoughts on the upcoming Social Enterprise World Forum in Amsterdam of this year. Tammy, thank you so much for joining us. It's really exciting to have you here today. Hi, Indio. Thank you for the opportunity. It's really nice to be speaking to you today. Excellent. So to start off, could you please just share a bit about your background and what led to your work in purpose-led enterprise? The purpose of my work is directly connected to my background. I was born in Brazil and my mom is Dutch. So I had a little bit of an influence from a Dutch mom in Brazil. There are many things about society that were a little bit different than uh, the local perspective. I forged my education around social innovation and the idea of using design as a tool for change. My initial dream was to be working in NGO projects across Africa, and that was a little bit of an adventurous ambition. What I realized is that my big call is to work against social inequality, and that's basically my biggest purpose of work. And I was fortunate of having experience of working with a social enterprise project in Africa, this Kibo Africa, so where 
I could understand the influence of a commercial model to create sustainable impact over time in projects of social innovation. I believe that the sum of these experiences what brought me into the question of Makers Night, working with refugee migration, and most recently United Repair Center, extending this to youth that is a labor market and, and older minorities. All in all, is a combination of the opportunities that arise from a commercial perspective and the social challenge that can be tackled by applying them uh, to work. Really interesting background there. And as you said, that has led you into being the CEO of the United Repair Center and Makers Unite, which we talked a bit about in your background and your bio at the beginning. But could you please share more about these impact-led organizations and the social and environmental impacts that they're creating? Primarily, we have the intention of using the fashion system, the clothing industry, to put people first and create a dignified position for those working across the supply chain. What we do with Makers Unite is the make side. So we produce sustainable clothing, sustainable merchandising. We produce upcycling collection of clothing, all with the intention of creating employment for people with a refugee background. And we do this in Amsterdam and in Turkey, in, in, in Istanbul. And on the other side, we have United Repair Center, which has a repair service to repair the fashion industry. So our objective is to empower the engine of Patagonia in order to create repair systems and repair programs for brands. So it can help more brands to get into the repair capacity and make it possible to bring it back to the consumer. With the big hope that one day we're going to have a cleaner clothing industry that puts people first. Wow. It's really interesting how you're tackling all levels of the supply chain there. So you talked about at the beginning, the creation of the product, but also then looking at the end of life of that product, which is a really important thing that not enough businesses and manufacturers even consider. And I think it would be interesting as well. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the social responsibility in business movement, right? So why do you think it is important for a business to be socially responsible when they're developing products? And how can they do this while also trying to grow sustainably? That's a very interesting question. And I think it's directly connected to the fact that we should be responsible for everything that we're creating and be inclusive by everything that we're creating. We are very clear, especially on the clothing industry, we have clearly understood the impact that our consumption behavior, predominantly in the West, creates across the supply chain globally and how people are treated such an unfair way that is not humanizing. I believe that in order for us to achieve harmony and a inclusive economy, it is fundamental that brands and companies take responsibility for what they create and bring into the supply chain. And most interestingly is that we see that called a social constraint, especially if you look at the donut economy model, there are other dimensions of impact that a company can create or one individual can create. And we have an environmental ceiling, which everybody's talking about the climate and how we have to protect the climate. But inside the donut, you have the social constraint. How do we make sure that we live in a planet where there's a harmonious society that operates in itself in order to create a environment that is protected? So I think... It is really important and crucial for the transition that we all working together for companies to think on the environmental value with the same importance that they will look at the social dimension. It's really important to be able to marry the two 
as well. And then you look at businesses such as yourself and these socially minded businesses like your own and the work that they're doing, it's clear you can pair that together. It's it's really amazing when businesses work in that space so effectively. And looking at a bit of your work in the past as well, something I came across quite a bit was your experience in the space of design thinking. Would you be able to share some tips for upcoming entrepreneurs and how they can apply some techniques from design thinking to build their own impact-minded businesses? Absolutely. Everything that we do at Makers Night and United Repair Center is design thinking based and predominantly human-centered designs. So we see ourselves as a tool that is connecting to a bigger whole um constantly attentive to our audience who are trying to serve. I think a few simple tools that come across in design thinking have to do with creating your value proposition canvas and your business model canvas, creating design sprints to think of different ideas and try them out. But I think the most important that have been served us along throughout the way is the idea of prototyping an idea and trying as simple as possible, a certain concept, understand if it works, if it doesn't work, if it needs a certain iteration before bringing it to the market, because in this way you are able to understand the impact that a product or solution brings and create improvements and avoid that uh, a lot of time and money is wasted throughout the process. I really believe that everyone is a designer, can be a designer. Everyone has a creative capacity of thinking as a designer. There are numerous tools online and after COVID, we all got use of working with Miro boards or digital ways of connecting ideas. And I really encourage to bring this not only to your head, but to share this with your team. Towards the end of this interview, maybe you can share some of those resources and books that can help people create their own work in design thinking as well. But we'll get to that in a minute. And firstly, I just want to say that this year you will be a guest speaker at the upcoming Social Enterprise World Forum in Amsterdam, which is really exciting to hear. And we can't wait to follow that journey. But if you were talking a bit on the Social Enterprise World Forum, what are you most looking forward to? For me, it's a great honor to be speaking at the forum, primarily because I am mostly inspired by all the entrepreneurs and companies organizations joining uh, this year's edition. I'm very proud to have this been hosted in Amsterdam, which is my second city at heart, which gives us so many opportunities to grow and showcase impact. What I'm mostly looking forward to is to have the conversion of positive energy, thinking about a better world. I think it's really important for social entrepreneurs to get close to each other, share and learn from your peers, and really believe that a connection or this impact and positivity is what's going to make change in the world. So I'm really looking forward to have this big conversion of positive energy, which is optimistic and looking for a better perspective. It'll be beautiful to see the whole community come together in that one space, even for that short period of time. As you said, so much energy can come out of that. So it's really exciting. So we can't wait to follow that more and to see you speak at SUF this year. And we're coming up now towards the end of our interview. I've just got two more questions left. The first is, what inspiring projects or initiatives have you come across that are creating a positive social change? For me, I was a very challenging question because I'm very passionate about so many peers in our sector and I was very difficult to choose. But there are two that they're very close to us that I am positively fabriclasted with the impact they are creating. One of them is a toilet paper company called The Good Roll, and they're also based in Amsterdam. 
And what these guys do is on a very engaging way to sell toilet paper. They revert the, the proceeds to build sanitation across Africa. And if I'm not mistaken, last year they built over 200 toilets across. And it's just their humble uh, approach to it and, and their impact is for me very inspiring. And the second, I think it's pretty well known. Shelter suit from Bus Steamers is a fashion designer that created a sleeping bag out of old tents. And he has been spread these sleeping bags all across the world for homeless people who wouldn't have the opportunity and the dignity to sleep overnight. And he's coming up with a label that helps to bring proceeds into his uh, foundation, the shelter suit lab. And it's amazing the amount of brands and companies and, and people joining the initiative, which is so pure at heart and so inspiring to see. Wow. Fabulous impact there happening with those two organizations. And to finish off now, you were speaking a bit before about design thinking. So could you share some books and resources that you would recommend to our listeners on design thinking and social impact in general as well? Yeah, definitely. I think the first book that I'd like to share about is not directly in, in design thinking, but it's really been touching to me lately. It's mm. a book by Giles Hutchins, which is called Leading by Nature. At this phase that we are with our enterprise and working together in the field, I find it's very important for every social entrepreneur to have a real connection with herself, with nature and the bigger picture and understand how you can uh, harmoniously work in between. I would like to recommend a design thinking book, which is called Creative Confidence by Tom and David Kelly, which is also really interesting. These guys have been running partially IDEO, one of the leading design firms in the world, and they have taught design thinking all over the world. It's really this book talking about the creative capacity that we all have. And it's important that we use this creative capacity to design businesses for the future and make sure that we have fun within the process. Some great recommendations there of resources and all of the initiatives, enterprises, movements, and those books and resources that you just mentioned, they'll be linked in at the end of our article on the Impact Boom website. So if people have listened to our conversation today or they've read through the transcript, they'll be able to click on through, check those all out and get their fill of learning more about social impact and design thinking as well there. So I just want to say on behalf of Impact Boom, that brings us to the end of this interview today. I just want to say thank you so much, Tammy, for making the time to speak with us today and to share your really profound experience in the social impact space and your generous insights that come along with that. We really look forward to seeing you at the Social Enterprise World Forum this year and we wish you all the best with your future endeavors. Thank you very much. It's been a true pleasure to share a little bit of our experience in this podcast. And I really hope that this can help to inspire social entrepreneurs here and at the conference to go out and create more impact. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below. And remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page, and Twitter.